Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. And we have got a fun one in store for you today. David, are you excited about this conversation? Absolutely, I am, because uh, I've got some new friends now that I really think are terrific. And we're going to be discussing my conversation with two of the founders of Dude Perfect, Tyler Tony and Kobe Cotton. These guys are absolutely great people, and I just love how they understand what their brand is. They've targeted families, and they've got just so many different ways that'll make you laugh. You know, when I was getting ready for this conversation, Kula, I went on YouTube, and I watched all their skits and all their trick shots and all the things that they did, and I watched it with my wife, Wendy, and we were both howling. I haven't laughed this way in a long time. You know, you watch all this stuff on television and streaming these days. And it's all so serious. But boy, some good comedic uh, work is really a lot of fun. So I, I love these guys. And it was really a fun episode for me to get ready for. They are hilarious. I also was howling laughing watching some of their videos on YouTube. And uh, if you didn't know, they have over 15 billion that's with a B, views on YouTube, which is completely absurd, but they're obviously really entertaining and they're great business people too. So I'm excited to dive into this week's three more questions so we can unpack some of what they've done really well. Are you ready? All right, let's go. All right, question number one. One thing that's led to their enormous success is that they left their day jobs and went all in on building a brand new business and a segment that really nobody was in at the time and, and YouTube. David, do you have a story about a time that you followed that same sort of conviction and were rewarded for it? Well, I don't have anything that's quite that dramatic because let's face it, when you're starting out and you quit the only job you have and you've got young families and you go out and try to build something new, that takes a lot of courage and a lot of gumption. The only thing that I have close to that is when I was running Pizza Hut and KFC when I was a part of PepsiCo, I got a call from Roger Enrico, the chairman of PepsiCo, and he said, David, I'd like you to go to Frito-Lay and become the CEO. And that was a huge PepsiCo division, a very profitable division, lots of glamour associated with it, one of the best jobs that you could possibly get in all of PepsiCo. But I thought about what is it that really gives me joy? And I love people, I love food, and I love marketing. And all of those things were so much a part of the restaurant business, which I absolutely loved. And so I remember laying in bed, really thinking about this one night, and then I just said, you know what? I'm going to turn this down. I just cannot leave what I love for something that I know is much more prestigious, but something that I really don't think I would have as much fun doing. And so I stuck to my guns. I told Roger that uh, I wanted to stay in the restaurant business. But little did I know that Roger Enrico and his team at PepsiCo had already made the decision to spin off the restaurant brands into its own independent public company. And what they were really trying to do was to get me back into the PepsiCo team before that spinoff. But by turning down that job, I was in the perfect place to become the head of Yum Brands. And so this is a great example of where I followed my conviction followed what I love, and it certainly turned out well for me. Would you say that that decision was mainly just gut instinct and intuition? Or was there some data behind it? 
there, I don't think there was a whole lot of data behind it, but there was a whole lot of insight behind it, personal mm. insight, because I knew what really made me happy. The other thing that I didn't mention, I'd worked at Frito-Lay before on the advertising agency side, and I really enjoyed it. In fact, it was the reason why I got hired to go to PepsiCo in the first place when I went on to become the, the chief marketing officer at Pizza Hut. You know, I liked working at Frito-Lay, but I didn't like it near as much as I liked working at a Pizza Hut. And I didn't like it near as much as I liked working at KFC. And I had that personal insight, and I followed that insight, and that gave me the courage of conviction to say no to the folks at PepsiCo. And, you know, when you say no in a large corporation, you can cut off your career possibilities. And I was willing to do that to stay doing what I really love. Little did I know that I was opening up a door that was just going to create so much opportunity for me and my family and, and give me an opportunity of a lifetime, create a brand new company from scratch. I love that. It's so powerful to know what you like and what you don't like because it really does have the ability to guide your life in a way you never expected. It's so good. I love it. All right, question number two. The dudes of Dude Perfect are about to launch a new line of their business. They're about to launch Dude Perfect Cruises. David, how can a leader know what the next right business segment to go into is? Well, I think uh, the most important thing you can do is understand what your brand is and understand what capability you have. Dude Perfect had already gone through the process of expanding their brand from YouTube to doing tours, and they looked into the cruise business, and, and they realized that other celebrities had put together cruises and created a unique experience for customers, and they said to themselves, why can't we? And this is what it would look like. And it was perfectly in line with the kinds of things they had already done. So it allowed them to stay true to their core brand identity. And when you do that, you can move into a next segment. But if you move into an area where you don't have any credibility, that's when it's really, really tough. In the packaged goods business, we call this, you know, line extensions. You know, it's very easy for Frito-Lay with, let's say, Doritos. They started out with toasted corn Doritos, and they said, oh, okay, I'm going to do a flavored line extension. They did nacho cheese Doritos, and then they said, oh, we're pretty good at adding flavors. So let's add another one, and then they did taco-flavored Doritos, and then they said, oh, we're really good at doing flavors. Let's do another one. Then they did Cool Ranch Doritos, and all of those things were natural extension of what their core equity was, which was basically a toasted corn tortilla chip that was very, very crunchy and was a great flavor carrier. And if I remember correctly, your brilliance was behind the launch of the Cool Ranch Doritos, which the Dude Perfect guys were very impressed with, by the way. Well, I was lucky enough to come up with that idea with my team. And uh, I'm really glad I did because I love Cool Ranch Doritos. I hope you do too. <laughs> oh, I love them. But it, true to your point, Doritos knew who they were and they knew that they could do that successfully. So kudos on the Cool Ranch Doritos, David Novak. I bet there are a lot of people out there who are very grateful for your brain. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got a lot of things that didn't turn out so well that they might not be so grateful for. But I'll take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, question number three, and I got to have some fun with this last question. If Dude Perfect came to you and said, David Novak, we want to do a video with you, what would you want to do? Well, they have this one skit that I think is absolutely hilarious, and it's called 
the rage monster, and I want to be a rage monster. And I think you could probably shoot this on a golf course where I hit one of my bad shots, but this time, rather than acting like it's okay and a gentleman, I would go absolutely nuts. I'd throw every <laughs> club out of my bag. I'd look for my golf glove, and I'd rip it up. I'd go get my weather golf gloves and rip those up. I'd take my uh, umbrella and just you know, open it up and then just <laughs> kick it down the fairway. I would just be in an absolute rage. And, you know, I don't think I'd be as funny as Dude Perfect, but when they do this kind of stuff, I got to tell you, I come out of my chair. It is so, so funny. <laughs> it's hysterical. But I'm not that funny. I, 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 that's one thing I, I'm not, and that's funny. Okay, I disagree with that. But follow-up question, have you ever thrown a golf club on a golf course before? I wouldn't tell you. I would not oh, tell you Oh, dang that. it. <laughs> I would say it was before I matured. Okay, so a couple years ago? <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun, Kula. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's great to start out the year with Dude Perfect. And we've got another guest that's fantastic that's lined up for next Thursday. Chris Kimchinski, the CEO of McDonald's. Now, McDonald's obviously was one of our rivals when I was at Yum Brands, but I really learned a lot talking to Chris. He's a terrific guy, and you will learn why McDonald's is doing so well under his leadership. All right, that wraps our episode for today. I hope you loved it as much as we did. And I hope you go back and listen to the Dude Perfect interview and go watch some of their YouTube videos because they will make you howl. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. 